Hello and welcome to Noonday Nuggets with Lisa Jewell. Always excited to have you with me on this journey. So happy that regardless of the time of day that you're joining me, you know you can come here and get a little extra something that keep moving forward. Today is one of my favorite topics simply because I remember the moment my coach shared this with me. We were just dialoguing about life and I was saying how I was content, you know, it's feeling pretty good, blessed, but I used the word content. And he said, Lisa, you know, there is no such thing. You're either growing or you're decaying. So I paused. He said, did you hear me? You're growing or you're decaying, AKA dying. And then I started thinking, Well, I am closer to death than I am to my birth date. Man, this is real life. Man, you just bust my bubble. I was feeling pretty good, you know. Nothing major going on in my life. And he goes, you, when are you going to choose to be uncomfortable? I was like, why why would anybody do that? Does that even make sense? That's a thing? Why would I choose? He goes, how do you think growth is going to happen? I don't know. You think you read a book and you're just going to grow? You think you listen to a podcast and you're going to grow? Lisa, you have to do something with that information. You have to push yourself out of that comfort zone. So why do people make this choice? To grow, to learn. Maybe they want to experience the fullness of life. Maybe they want something different, something more. They realize that being uncomfortable is a state of mind. So, yeah, there might be some sweating involved, some nervous activity, fear mixed in with a little anxiety. Here's the good news. It's all self-induced. And because you put yourself in that situation, number one, you're not going to die. You're going to be all right. At the end of the day, I know many of you have heard different types of quotes about people who choose to do in spite of the people that go that extra mile, the ones that are out there grinding in their craft beyond their talent, their skill and ability. They're pushing the limits. They're not doing Netflix and chill or whatever's familiar to you. Listen, that could be clubbing. It could be eating out. You might even live in the gym and all that is great. But where are you being uncomfortable? Where are you doing something that is requiring you to grow? I tell you what, there may be a a gym, a MMA gym, a boxing gym, a kickboxing gym. You've been thinking about joining, but you stop yourself. An instrument, you're thinking about playing, but you never played an instrument before. You want to sing, you know you can't sing, so why take singing lessons? Go be uncomfortable. Maybe it's dancing. Maybe it's pottery, scuba diving building a website, getting involved in graphics, going back to college. I tell you what, I learned a lot by watching my children and maybe we might've pushed them to be uncomfortable. That is definitely something my dad did for me that I did not appreciate on any level whatsoever, but it did make me who I am today. Isn't that interesting? My kids, the most recent one was my son applied for this job that required a master's degree. When he told me about it, I kind of chuckled, but I had to stop chuckling because he told me he got an interview. Now, he doesn't even have a college degree. He decided he knew what he wanted to do. 
start his own business and he got out there and he'd been doing it for a while, got his first interview. What I absolutely loved about this story, oh, he was so uncomfortable, especially when the first one was a video meeting and there's 12 people around this big board table and they start saying who they are and the positions they were in. He said, oh yeah, his heart started beating and racing. After they introduced themselves, they just shot straight, which I love this. They said, listen, we just want to be transparent. And this is the largest university in Texas and in the U.S. based on student body. And they said, we just want to know why did you apply? You have no degree. And you certainly, therefore, do not have a master's. And therefore, being unqualified, you applied anyway. We are curious why you did that. I said, son, what'd you say? He goes, mama, I don't remember. I had already prayed and just asked the Holy Spirit to guide me and give me words. He goes, I don't remember what all I said. He goes, but they must have liked it. Because not only did he get a second interview, he got the job. You talk about being uncomfortable, working with people that have not just masters, PhDs. Oh my goodness. And he's the director of marketing for the engineering department. I might add, man, oh man. I think about when my daughter again, sure. We might've forced her, but she wanted to get better. She played professional volleyball, but this is before she got to that level. We knew she was a big girl. Okay. She really not big compared to the girls that are out there. What is she? Six, six, one, somewhere in that realm. That's nothing in the volleyball world. However, based on everything we heard, she needed to be an all-around player. So she needed to be able to tighten up on that defense and not just hit a ball. So what do we do? We put her in a libero camp. Uh, for those of you that don't play volleyball or know anything about that, that's usually the girl in the back. Usually they are shorter, quick. They got to pick that ball up no matter where it goes. So those were the type of girls that were in this clinic. And then my big six-foot daughter at the time in this camp uncomfortable yeah everyone's trying to figure out why is that big girl here at this camp but she did it she ended up being the top defensive player absolutely amazing very rare she didn't pick up a ball one of the best all-around players ever absolutely amazing but she had to be uncomfortable for a little while i think years ago when my younger daughter came to us and said she wanted to try out for cheerleading. I'm already laughing because I'm just going to go ahead and confess. It's very important to be honest. We didn't consider cheerleaders athletes. We pretty much were, what? Uh, where did this come from? Our response, my response was, um, sweetie, do you know what cheerleaders do? She's like, really, mom? Really? Yeah, I do. I said, well, I don't know that any of your friends are cheerleaders. Like, where is this coming from? This is like out of left field. Why, why would you want to do this? Do you, listen, I'm just going to put it out there. You don't like loud noises. You don't like crowds. Honey, I'm just going to say it. You don't even like people. Do you understand what? I don't think you get it. What these cheerleaders are going to have to do. Mom, I want to do it. Okay. Took her to some tumbling classes. First night, the girl was already doing a roundhouse back handspring. Had never even done like a head roll type class. Nothing. We've never been in any form of gymnastics or tumbling. And bam, bam, bam. Here's what's crazy. She tried out, didn't make it the first year. I have to admit, I was a little shocked. They took 18 girls, only 21 tried out. I mean, come on. What are the odds of her not making it? You want to know what's crazy? 
The next year, the girl tried out again. Now, really what's insane about this is she hadn't done any extra work at all since that tryout. But she started working earlier when it got closer to tryouts, tried out, made the team, went on to competitive cheer. She was definitely uncomfortable in a lot of different ways. She had never did anything like that before. I just look at that and go, wow. My husband steps out all the time. That's just his personality. I think he likes to be uncomfortable. He says he doesn't, but he does it so often. I think he really does. I think he gets a high. I'm the one that's usually kind of dragging along a little bit. But since that day with that coach, I think every day, and that's what I'm challenging you to do, pause after this podcast and just ask yourself, where can I be uncomfortable? Is there anything I've been wanting to do, but I'm not doing because I'd be uncomfortable? Again, always encourage you, set your phone for two minutes, five if you have it, longer if you need it, and just ask yourself that question. Pause, pray, listen. I look forward to hearing the stories of what you did to step out there, to have yourself be uncomfortable, and the growth and the learning and the connections and the relationships that come out of it. Can't wait to hear about it. See you tomorrow, my friend.